here to chew bubblegum would not be heard this week. Instead, we bring you, for the month of May, here to chew bubblegum presents Mayday Mayhem. Mayday, Mayday, going down. Mayday, Mayday, going down. Hey there, hi there, ho there. It is uh, Goose. Hello, everyone. Welcome in to the first ever Here to Chew Bubblegum Presents Mayday Mayhem. We will be doing this for the entire month of May. We do have an exciting show for you today. Uh, Just a little background on Mayday. In 1889, May the 1st was designated Mayday a day in support of workers by an international federation of socialist groups and trade unions uh, to commemorate the Haymarket Affair, a violent confrontation that took place on May 4th, 1886. So if you ever hear anyone say May Day, that is where it came from. But uh, like I said, this is the first ever here to Chew Bubblegum presents Mayday Mayhem. We will be doing this all month long. No video shows, audio only. We will go back to doing live video shows on June the 4th. And uh, we're going to uh, take a break really quick and come back. And when we come back, we are going to go straight into an interview uh, recorded earlier with Shock and Awe. Cody from Shock and Awe. We'll be uh, on the show today as we celebrate the month of May. We talk about government conspiracies, uh, deep underground military bases, UFOs, and much, much more. Don't go anywhere. We will be back in just a few moments. You are listening to Here to Chew Bubblegum Presents Mayday Mayhem Part 1. brave man dies but once, a coward many times. Make my enemy brave and strong, so that if defeated, I will not be ashamed. 
You're listening to Here to Chew Bubblegum. If Abraham Lincoln were alive, he'd listen. But he's dead. You got a fast car. I got a ticket anywhere. Maybe we make a deal. Maybe together we can get somewhere. Many places better. Start from zero, got nothing to lose. Maybe we'll make something. But me and myself, I got nothing to prove. Hey everyone, and welcome in to a special. This is the first number one Uno. Yes, Uno is number one. I think it's Spanish. Uno. For the Mayday Mayhem. Here to Chew Bubblegum presents the Mayday Mayhem. And I have a very, very special guest. And thank you very much for joining us. I am talking about Shock and Awe from YouTube. And Awe is spelled A-W-E. So, now see, I always spelled A-W-W. Uh, but I guess I was spelling it wrong. Yeah. I mean, it, it could be spelled either way, I reckon. Okay. It's just kind of a, is it, it is what I started with, with the electric company back before COVID started and kind of a shock and awe, like kind of a, Oh, that that's nice. You know? So a little bit different. Well, you know, honestly, I actually thought that you got it from a beastie boy song. No, sir. Okay. Nope. It was, it was, it was something I came up with last minute because, uh, I had to have a a business name for a job that I was going on to. Right. I had to make it look somewhat legit. And mm-hmm. I was like, well, uh, shock and awe. I shocked myself earlier that day. Hey, know? hey, that works. And before I introduce, uh, before I let you introduce yourself to the audience and tell us just a little bit about you, uh, you talked about a business. Huh? I actually used to have two businesses. Uh, I owned a laundry mat called Drop a Load. Was the name of my laundromat, <laughs> and then I had a septic tank business called Stool Bus. Both of those failed miserably. So. <laughs> I can't imagine why. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we're definitely, definitely. Thank you very much for coming on this here to chew bubblegum presents Mayday Mayhem, and uh, we'll de- we'll have you on the here to chew bubblegum show too once we start back up in January and so forth. But tell us just a little bit about yourself. Well, um, thirty-five year old from uh, south or south southeast Texas, around the Houston area. Grew up there all my life. Uh, moved to Fort Worth whenever I met well, I met my wife uh, two years ago. So you met her two years ago? Hey, I'm sorry. Uh, you froze up there a minute. It must have been a bad spot on my end. Uh, no, nor- it's probably my internet. Okay, okay. But you met your wife two years ago, and then I thought you looked at her like off screen. So if you didn't, I apologize. Hope I didn't get any in trouble if you looked at her. So no, 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 no. I ain't getting in trouble at all. She's just over there in her own little conversation. <laughs> well, but, um, no, uh, yeah, I met her two years ago through TikTok, actually. That is cool. Now, I've met a lot of really good people through TikTok, and I'm blessed and fortunate enough to call them friends. And you're one of those people. 
And uh, what is your favorite government conspiracy that you something that, that you've researched and it's led you down a rabbit hole, so to speak? Oh man, there's so many different ones that I have looked into. I actually, from the beginning of COVID through now, I've done nothing but research um, conspiracies. The biggest one I got into, the one that took me down the darkest rabbit hole, I would say deepest, darkest rabbit hole, is the Pizzagate. Now, I have looked into that one. That one, you know, that one has a lot of very real possibilities there. Have um, uh, yes, I would say very. What's your thoughts on it? <laughs> and um, before he I don't starts, a bit of it because I have actually. Go ahead. Uh, before he starts telling us about PizzaGate, if anyone's listening that does not know what that is, that is a pizza restaurant in Washington D.C. that was not far. I don't think it was far from the White House, and it was a front for a child trafficking business. I uh, can't remember the name of it. I want to say it was um, something to do with outer space. I remember that much about it. Cosmic Pizza. Uh, that's it. Yep. Cosmic Pizza. Uh, yeah. But I believe every bit of it. I've actually seen a video on the dark web that I wish I'd never seen and I will never forget. Uh, the the video that the NYPD said they found on um, what's his name? Uh, Hunter, is it uh, Hunter Biden or Jeffrey Epstein? No, it's uh, the 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 guy Anthony Weiner. Okay, they yeah. They found a video on his laptop with his wife and Hillary Clinton. And that video caused grown men to lose their lunch and haven't been right since, and for good reason. Well, I mean, you know, and I am not making light of the situation because it is a serious situation, but if I saw Hillary without any clothes on, I think I would vomit as well. I mean, I'm being serious. I really am. Absolutely. Absolutely. What do you think? Have have you heard about the absolutely conspiracy that Hillary actually died several years ago, and she's now currently uh, replaced by a uh, fake Hillary? And I can't remember if they said it was like uh, I shit. I cannot remember if they said it was it was not a clone. It was a body double. Have you heard that one? Yeah, because I think they said she actually died maybe in 2018 or 19, and the Hillary that you see now is a body double. I believe in that one. Uh, Actually, whenever she was at a, uh, I want to say it was one of her rallies, she was escorted out by her bodyguards, and they had to push her basically into the van because she fainted whenever she left. Uh, I've seen that video multiple times, and it looks like somebody who is basically dying. Right. And, uh, it, it It's very believable. Um, there's a lot of conspiracy theories out there, especially uh, Bill 
and Melinda Gates. They have one where they died back in 2015, and yeah. that's on um, Ancestry.com. Mm-hmm. I have I've briefly heard that one. I've heard the – well, I mean, I've not heard it because it's true. But, you know, mm-hmm. Bill Gates is buying up a lot of American farmland, and it oh, makes yeah. you question why he's doing that. I know why he's doing it, because he wants to control our food source, you know. So – Corn, you know, wheat, barley, all that good stuff. He wants to be yep. the, you know, be in charge and be con- in uh, control of it. Um, what about JFK? What's your thoughts on him, the JFK assassination? JFK assassination, I, I can tell you who did it. The trigger man was uh, George Bush. You know, I, I had actually heard that as well. Um he was, and he did it because he was part of the uh, MJ uh, seven or twelve. That, M, uh, MJ twelve. MK Ultra. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. MJ twelve. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, he was actually that's that's what bought his ticket to the president. Yeah. See now, what I had heard or read, I'm sorry. Um, mm-hmm. and, and we talked a little bit before we started recording after the Roswell crash. And I've said on the show before, you've had a, just a, the market was flooded with new technology. I mean, we had the transistor radio when that happened in less than 10 years. Or I'm, I'm sorry, mm. we had the tubes, the big light bulb radios. And in less right. than 10 years, we had the transistor. We had uh, Kevlar, which is bulletproof vest. We had fiber optic cable. We had, I mean, you name it, it goes on and on after the Roswell crash. Now... After the Roswell crash, a few mm-hmm. years after, there was a uh, organization, secret government, shadow government, MJ-12 formed, and George Bush Senior was a part of that. And this ties in with what you, you know, mm-hmm. just uh, stated that he was a part mm-hmm. of that. And I think it was maybe two weeks before Kennedy was assassinated, he had told the. I think it might have been the CIA or FBI that he wanted full disclosure on what they knew about alien life forms and if we had any technology. And they had a time limit. And it was, um, I mean, because he was, and I can't remember the time limit, but shortly after he sent that to them, demanding that and giving them a time limit, in less than two weeks, he was assassinated. And that ties back in to... Uh, you know, George Bush uh, Sr. and uh, the MJ-12. So, yeah. I, I follow that stuff all the time, you know, because I really think that our government is currently doing stuff that we have no idea that they would do. I think 20 years ago it would be hard to believe that our government's doing this stuff now, but now I find it easy to believe. that they do. So, I find it easy to believe. Um, have you ever saw anything unexplained in, in the in the sky? Any UFO encounters? Any, you know, spotted? You know, uh, anything? Absolutely, absolutely. They are doing all kinds of things behind our backs. Where did you see your first one at? Because we do have a uh, lot of listeners from Texas. Uh, I can't remember some of the ones' names that actually send emails in and so forth, but they've described. You know, seeing stuff, you know, out on... Well, one guy did out on a ranch. Uh, you know, 
really, really bright night uh, with the stars and the moon. And, you know, he saw some stuff. Um, where did you have your first experience at? And can you, can you tell us a little bit about it? So we had a little technical difficulty there. But uh, before we had that, you were uh, getting ready to tell us about your first UFO experience and what you saw and where you saw it at. Oh, well, I can't say that I've personally ever had a UFO experience. Um, my wife has. Uh, what was, I think I was telling you about the portal. No, yes. I wasn't telling you about the portal. No. Uh, what was we talking about before I lost it? Because I was about to t say something that you were touching on. Um, I was anyways, talking about the, we'll uh, you know, some um, uh, people that listen to the podcast that email in, they talk about how one of the experiences that one of them saw, you know, he was on a ranch. It was a, you know, clear night, you know, stars in the sky. It was it, it was a bright night. But he was talking about yeah. two different uh, encounters that he had in the same night. Right. Yeah, I've I've never actually had one personally. I watch the skies religiously, re, religiously. Whenever you know, if I'm driving, it's a clear night. I can see the sky just fine. I'm I'm watching the sky. I'm watching for any little flicker, any anything that's out of the norm. And I've never had one. Uh, however, the property that we, my dad, bought, and that we lived on when I was a kid, old man down the road happened to. Uh, see a ufo hovering over the top of an oak tree one night he said he stopped to look at it and got out with his flashlight and every time he'd go to shine his flashlight up the tree he'd get about halfway up and the light would go out and wouldn't work until he shined it back at the ground wow he said he did that three or four times and all of a sudden it just gone gone wow that is uh you know i had experience years and years ago and then a few and then a uh, year before last i had another one and it was just amazing. Um, the first one, I mean, I was got a really, really good look, you know, uh, of a, you know, multicolored lights coming from a, um, a craft that was hovering over a body of water. And that's something, you know, if you research UFOs, you find out that they, there's higher sightings over bodies of water and mm -hmm. uh, military bases and uh, power plants. Those are the three, like, most, areas where ufos are spotted at the military bases I would, I would agree with some of the sightings a lot of the sightings i would disagree and say that it's not ufo i would say that it well technically it would be an unidentified flying object but it's only unidentified because the government doesn't want the people to know we have the technology Right, right. So, do you think that they'll ever disclose the fact that that we do have that technology? Because I mean, you know, and we talked a little bit before the show, and we'll talk about it in here in just a moment. Uh, do you think that they will ever disclose the fact, or they'll just keep denying it over and over and over and over? There's some 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 government entities that do already admit we have the technology, but you have to know where to look. You have to look outside the U.S. Like, um, I think it was 2015 in Canada, uh, their prime minister of defense admitted to having contact with extra, with ETs. They worked with them. We worked with them. The first time he had contact with one was in, uh, I want to say it was in uh, Area 51, where they were training. Wow. 
Now it's, it's a video on YouTube. It's out there. We had talked about uh, a prime minister from Canada that uh, admitted. I, I think it was around that time frame. Uh, I didn't know about the Area Fifty One stuff, but uh, you know, and that's something that I've always done and encouraged our listeners to do is look at other countries, look at what they're saying right. about them. Uh, you know, just don't take our word for it. Uh, you know, and I always, and we talk about this on the show a lot, but I'll ask you your opinion on this. And this is pre-Roswell. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and you'll find no record of this online. Well, you may find a small record, but you won't find any actual accounting. Um, and I cannot remember the name of the incident, as it was called. But after World War I ended, um, mm-hmm. they claimed that Hitler and his uh, Nazi army found a downed craft. And that is how they were so advanced during World War II. Because if you look at the technology that Nazi Germany had during that time, you know, we had planes with uh, propellers on them. They had jets, you know. Mm-hmm. Their technology, mm-hmm. not just in that, but in everything, was so advanced. And, I mean, it's even, I mean, some of the stuff that they had, we're just today starting to mass produce it and ask, you know, well, not necessarily ask because they don't, they don't, they don't tell us, but, you know, I mean, they were just so advanced. And if it was not for Von Braun, who was a Nazi scientist, that, you know, after the war, he came to work for NASA. Um, if you believe we went to the moon, you know, he was the man behind working all that stuff out. Not at all. We never went to the moon. I don't think we, we did either. We can't make it past the radiation belt. I don't, I don't think we did either. Um, and if you go, and I've talked about this on the show before. Um, I've talked about this on the show before. Um you know, they'll show you pictures of the craft that we allegedly took to the moon, and it's aluminum foil, sticks, and duct tape. I mean, and they want us to believe that that is what we took to the moon. My five-year-old grandson can make something better than that. He has made something better than that. Right, and you want us to believe that made it past the radiation belt that has more radiation than any nuclear warhead ever ever dreamed of having never happened um so even even uh buzz aldrin tells you nowadays we never went to the moon uh before we get into some mayday mayhem topics really quick uh-huh antarctica what do you know about antarctica what are your thoughts on antarctica what do i know about it uh-huh well, I don't believe the Earth is round. Okay. So, I believe Antarctica, Antarctica is an ice wall around holding everything in. I don't believe that it is the end of the Earth, though. I believe there's more past it. I, I strongly believe that. Uh, I believe there's uh, channels through the ice wall somewhere where that's where the ETs come from most time is from... The channels. No, you know. Coming, I believe they're coming to try to help, but I don't know. I'm kind of conflicted on that one. I don't know if it's they're coming to help or if they're coming to try to hurt us. 
Well, you know, if they're already here and they're in Antarctica or they're in inner earth, mm-hmm. wherever they may be, if they were going to hurt us, would they not have already done that? Yes and no. Maybe because we've had so many cultures or so many, so many um, groups just disappear off the face of the earth. You know, the Mayans, the, 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 the Norse, Norsemen, hmm. the, the Vikings, they just basically disappeared. I mean, we, we kind of simmered out. We didn't. Our culture disappeared because I- of the Christian Christian system. But I'm, I'm going to say that it's more of a, we found a way through the ice wall. Because if you listen to the uh, stories of Admiral Byrd. Oh, yes. I know of those well. Tall, long, blonde haired, you know. The uh, giants. Uh, let's see. What were those? I can't remember. Ice giants or the. Valiant Thor was one of them. Yeah. Um, I got, right. can't remember what they're. What they're basically they described a lot of they described a lot of our our gods our goddesses mm-hmm. well you know too so, and that <laughs> that ties back in with the nazis with the blonde hair blue eyes that's what these mm-hmm. you know people that you're talking about that was the basic description of them um, right. but that was something that hitler was not anunnaki was it anunnaki was that the name of their species anunnaki? that that was who was started the the watchers, you know. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, moving on to some articles that I sent you that we were going to discuss, and the first yes. one is, uh, and I know that you were looking forward to this one, and I apologize because I uh, sent these to uh, Shock and Awe and didn't really have a time to dive in and do a lot of uh, research on it myself, but. Uh, just a few days ago, on May the 1st, in Florida, in uh, Lakeland, Florida uh, area, uh, mm-hmm. things got weird uh, where they've seen uh, UFOs in the Fort Myers area, uh, and there's videos and so forth, and eyewitnesses who recorded the videos, uh, plans on submitting a follow-through investigation to the Pentagon, which is currently uh, investigating over 650 UFO sightings. Now, we've talked about on the show Dr. Sean Kirkpatrick, head of the Pentagon's UFO Investigation Office and former Harvard astronomer chair, uh, have suggested that these UFOs defy the laws of physics and, or they could be tiny probes from a parent craft that was sent to study Earth. Uh, just a few weeks ago, Sean Kirkpatrick stated that... There was no evidence to support uh, uh, alien life forms, uh, technology that was not (coughs) man-made. And then he followed that up with the U.S. government had a plan in case aliens attacked or another life form not from this planet, which, you know, that would be like me saying, I didn't eat the last cookie. Uh, No, that's not chocolate on my lips. Guess what it is? So, you know, usually if it looks like shit and smells like shit and tastes like shit, it's shit. So, uh, after you glanced over that article Absolutely. and uh, we're, we're talking about it and so forth, what were, your, what were your thoughts on that? Because you had a very interesting 
thought that I had never thought of. Well, it actually wasn't that article. I, I got mixed up. Uh, let me find which article okay. it was. Uh, it was the last one, I want to believe. Let's see. I'm getting it up here. Nope. Nope. First one is uh, the first one is the May third, nineteen seventy five one. That one. Let's see this. Yeah, that there was the yeah. So this is the India India TV one. Uh, home of aliens. Japanese town has four hundred fifty two UF UFO sightings in one year. So that's the one I have theory about. Okay. Uh. And and I read I read the title of the article and immediately started thinking see that's Japan could that have anything to do with Hiroshima and Nagasaki the two places we drop nuclear bombs on because it seems that every time we do something I see to me I believe the the uh, I believe there was a lot more to World War II than what we were told oh yeah, yeah. I believe uh, there was a lot of things that were uh, trying to take place in which I don't believe a lot. I'm, I'm not going to say this. And so please don't twist my words if you're listening to us because it's going to sound very strange. I, I don't believe Hitler was who they made him out to be because I've gone back and I've listened to um uh, speeches. One one was um, uh, translated by the History Channel, and one was trans translated by a German who barely spoke English. They did not say the same thing. So I believe there was a lot more there, and I believe it was actually the first uh, galactic war, not the Second World War. Do you know what the History Channel said that when they translated some of the stuff that, that he was saying? Um, off the top of my head, I couldn't tell you. I had, uh, it, it, I had never heard that. Were, basically, he was, he was trying, they were trying to make him sound like he was angry and, and, and not a caring person. But if you listen to the German version, it was a very heartfelt and very caring and and like he's taking care of his people and I, I understand that they say that he practiced theatrics right everybody practiced theatrics if you're going to be giving large masses of people speeches you you practice your theatrics no matter what because you want to make sure that you're getting everything across that's something that our presidents don't do. They stand behind a podium and they stand there like this. And they tell you, and they tell you, and they tell you. That's it. There's nothing that makes us want to go, ooh, that's our, that's our man. You know, it, it's human nature to get the crowd in your favor, especially in that, that time period. So I, I believe there's a lot of things in history that we need to go back and look at as individuals and really study into them. 
Now, I did discover a few years ago that Hitler's, I guess it was his nanny that raised him, was Jewish. And when everything went down, he protected her. She stayed with him. You know, he was, he, uh, he was actually partial, part Jewish. I knew that as well. Jewish German. What do you think so about it, the? It doesn't make sense for them to say what they say about him. What to do me, you think? I, I'm just right. Well, hey, brother, I love your opinion. You know, I, I mean, and that's the great thing about America. You know, we have the right to express our opinion. If we don't like it, we don't have to listen to it. You know, right. turn the channel. Um, right. What absolutely, are your? Absolutely right. I mean, if they want to look at the atrocities that he caused versus. Other countries, let's go ahead and let's put him against our country because our country has been the ones behind some of the most of horrific atrocities ever imagined. What are your thoughts on um, Hitler? If 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 you've heard this conspiracy theory that he is really um, or he is uh, a Rothschild, he is connected to the Rothschild, which you know are still in power I, today. I have. He and I, I have I have heard that theory, and I believe it is true because, if I remember correctly, he was adopted out of the family. Um, and and the reason why I believe he he was made out to be the monster that they made him out to be, is because they wanted him gone because he knew knew things he shouldn't know, and he was the danger to their reality what do you think about his uh, suicide and and so forth do you think that was really him because me personally after the research that i have done i do not think that He's was a, him he went to south america I, yeah i think he went to south america and from what i have researched and found he worked for a uh it wasn't a shrimp boat company it was some kind of uh some kind of boating company that, you know, not necessarily tuna, but it, it was something similar to that, and that he worked for that up until, I think, the late 70s, early 80s, and he passed away in his 80s, is what the information that I have, you know, found. Uh, I don't think he worked on any boat. I believe he did go to South America, to Argentina, but he lived like a king. If you were to go there today, there's towns oh, where yeah. they don't speak any any Spanish. They speak German. They speak German. Yeah, yeah. And, and they're they're proud of what their uh, you know their grandpas and whoever it was to them. They're proud of what they did. No, they they have they they wear white gloves to hold their war memorabilia. Right. Now some of their you know some of the stuff online. You said he did not work for a shrimp boat company. Or not? Why the hell did I? I mean, this is not Forrest. I don't know why I said shrimp boat company, but uh, Lieutenant Dan, yeah, you got magic legs, <laughs> Lieutenant Dan. Some of the people say that he did work because he did not want to give away his disguise or or, or his, you know. Now he might not have worked. I mean, hell, he may have owned the company, but you know, he, you know, stayed active. For a few years, he, he just to, to keep the disguise he, up, I guess. He didn't get to South America on his own. He didn't get to South America because his uh, Nazi brothers got him there. 
he got to South America because the U.S. paid for him to get there. And in exchange, he gave him what scientists were the best, had the most information. Now, that, that's how he got to South America. Now, you know, I have actually read that as well. Well, I've never talked about it on the show, but I have read that as well. Um, you know, I never read it. It's just as soon as you started asking me about it, that's what popped in my right. mind. And, and it's a strong gut feeling I got. Now, that's what happened. You, you, and, and, you know, I've talked about this on the show before. The reason I believe that he escaped is because they identified him by dental records that were hand-drawn from memory from the dental hygienist that worked on Hitler's teeth. Not the dentist, but the dental hygienist from her memory drew a picture of his teeth. They looked at the picture. They said, this is him. You cannot identify someone that way. None whatsoever. And then, what was it, 13 years later, here in the States, we got the skull, and it was the skull of a um, 30-year-old, 30-something-year-old female. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, that makes you I think. Mean, you, so. you, you can't go You can't go by somebody's memory of somebody's dental because no, teeth no. are so... I mean, you know, if you go by memory and something, that would, that just, that makes no sense to me. You know, here's this dental hygienist. Please draw us a picture of his teeth. You know, while you're at it, draw us a picture. Well, I better not say that. Never mind. Uh, but, uh, you know, you just, you just can't be doing that stuff. I mean, it just makes no sense. Um, we'll Absolutely not. The uh, one that I was wanting to talk about and just let everyone know about. Uh, because this is May Day Mayhem. Um, on May the 3rd, 1975, there was a pilot took off from uh, Mexico City whose name was Carlos de Santos. Carlos de Santos. He was flying a Piper PA-24 plane, and when he got in the sky, um, and there's radio traffic that is still you can go online and listen to, he saw a gray in color saucer-shaped craft, and he actually had to, you know, call it a mayday, mayday. Um, he was in awe as he watched the craft, but it made him feel uneasy. Uh, before he could process anything that uh, had happened, his plane started sending, uh, started descending. Um, and reacting to impulse, Carlos dipped the nose of the plane to observe... Uh, this craft to see where it had gone and to his dismay the craft was a little too close for comfort hitting and scraping the fuselage damaging the landing gear of the plane and uh, you know Carlos did survive through this uh, there's interviews with him online you can read the uh, article and so forth if you go to uh, vocal media and uh, check that out because he actually has drawings of what he saw and how they were surrounding his plane. There was three of them. Um, what was your thoughts on this uh, on this story, uh, Shock and Awe? Thoughts on this? I, I don't doubt it. Um, I've actually talked to a few pilots. Uh, they're just uh, field prop pilots, but they, they said they've, they've seen some things. <laughs> And I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. This 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 universe we're in, whatever you want to call it, 
is entirely too big for just us to be the only smart life forms out there. If you want to call us smart, I would call us one of the dumbest life forms out there. (laughs) (laughs) But um, no, really, it's it's insane to think that we're alone and, and for people to believe the government when they tell you, oh, it's just the, it's just a gas pocket over here. It's that over there. Come on now. Just tell us the truth. Right. You, you've got way more. They've got way more technology than any one man can dream up in any amount of time. And you're going to tell me y'all got it from your own thinking? That, that We don't work that way. As humans, we don't work that way. We have to be taught something in order to learn it. We're not just going to imagine it and it happen. You're exactly right. Now, about 10 to 15 years ago, there were military officials that said, you know, not on record, but that the military was 50 years ahead in technology of the general public. Uh, about three years ago... Maybe. There was a years ago we were. <laughs> there was a general about three years ago, a retired army general, who stated that was true years ago, but now and three years ago it was like 2020. So mm-hmm. it was 2019, 2020 when the general made his statement. He said that now the U.S. military. Now think about you know 15, 20 years ago they were 50 years ahead of us, but now. Mm-hmm. Okay, less than than 20 years later, the U.S. military is between 100 to 150 years ahead of the general public in technology. What's your thoughts on that? Easily. Easily. It's easily done. I mean, the, the military has so much technology that they don't let you know about. These uh, Navy SEALs guys, the... <laughs> The top secret guys, the Delta Force, the people that do the missions that you never even right. heard of. Those guys have so much technology at their disposal that it's unreal. And and, and the wars we fight up here aren't the wars that are that are actually being fought. These wars up they're they're fighting up here, they're doing for population control. The wars we fight now are for population control and population control only. They use them to make money for themselves and to control the population in the story. That makes sense. And to keep us distracted. That makes sense. Have you looked into uh, dumbs? Oh, yes. Deep underground military bases. We've talked about those on the show as well. I firmly believe that those exist. Those are in use. uh, And... You know, we've actually called and talked to a representative from the Denver airport on the show before. And um, I think that not necessarily a big hub is at the Denver airport, but I think that dumbs do exist all over the United States. I think the one closest to the Bunker Studios area is the uh, Wright-Patterson Air Force Base in Dayton, Ohio. Uh, Because I've had some people that have went there and I've saw pictures, and you've got tunnels going inside the earth. Why would they be going inside the earth, you know? And they're like, oh, that's just bunkers and stuff. It could be. But I think the possibility is there that they exist 100%. 100%. 
When was the last time you heard it, our our military putting bunkers underground? What back before what, when the, all the Cold War stuff was you know talked about and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So. That that's when. That's when it happened. That's when they they started their deep underground bases. No, um, have you actually they, been in they, one? They have. I've never been in one. Okay. I have been wanting to uh, find some local areas, uh, you know, tunnels underground that don't have tunnels underground, and I want to I want to start looking into them. Uh, now you can find a map online because I have one that we showed on the show before. Um, right. I want I want to go to the local spots where the they these are old abandoned mines where that was never really a mine at all. Right. And, and I want to start there because that's where they started back in the days where they were going into these old tunnel systems in places that shouldn't have had tunnel systems, like um, in Texas. Uh, in, in north central Texas, there's not a reason to, to put a tunnel system underneath a city. And so why are they getting a tunnel system underneath this one town over here? And, and it's basically got a connection underneath every house. Right. Well, you know, some, something don't make sense there. If you do go out and start investigating like old mine tunnels and so forth, use extreme caution. Uh, I cannot remember the guy's name. There was a YouTuber who used to do that and throw up videos, and he's been missing for a few years now. So just be really careful. Um, I wouldn't do it until I, I, uh, until I was better. Gotcha. Better survival Gotcha. Package. Gotcha. You know? Oh, well, I want to thank you very much for coming on. Um, thank you. I want to have you back on the Here to Chew Bubblegum show, but you know, you should oh, feel absolutely. privileged because you're on you are the first guest on the Here to Chew Bubblegum presents Mayday Mayhem. And uh before we wrap it up, uh, do you want to tell everyone listening where we can find you at on YouTube and TikTok and and uh, other places? Uh YouTube. You can find me um, trying to think of what my screen name is on there. Let me pull it up real quick. Oh. Uh, I actually have several. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had to use my, my personal one. Um, I got to remember what the uh, name was on it. It's uh, Cody Stanley 2077. You can find me on there. Um, I'm going to start doing podcasts over there probably every Monday. Probably Monday and Thursday of the week, okay. just to uh, just so I, so I can get some of these thoughts out of my head. Um, I like to. I, I, I'm trying to educate people on our justice system. Trying Good to luck. Educate people on their rights. <laughs> I, I I understand it's a battle, but it's a battle that needs to be fought. It's a battle that people need to be made aware of, and it's there's things they need to be taught that that they're not taught anywhere else. Until they're, you know, standing in front of a judge, going, well, "What the hell? I didn't do right. that, right. and I didn't, I didn't know I surrendered that right." And and it's unfortunate, but it, it's a fight that we have to fight. And if I want this world to be anything for my my daughter and my stepson to have worth having, 
somebody's got, got to start that fight somewhere, so it might as well be me since I like to fight it as it is. There you go. So that was YouTube.com backslash uh, Cody Stanley 2077, correct? Uh, 2077, that's correct. 2077. And then you can also find me on TikTok. I lost an account yesterday. I've got another oh, account. Man. Well, sorry about that, brother. Already. Uh, I'm not worried about it. It's, it's I, I'm going to tell you the number of accounts I've been through, and you're going to go, there's no way. But oh, I no, I would not say that. 100, 111 permanently banned accounts. Well, that's, uh, that's probably a record. So, But uh, thank you. Thank I'm you. sure it is. Yeah. Thank you very much you for coming on. Find me over there. Oh, yeah. You can find me on TikTok. It's shocking all. Uh, shock underscore in underscore all 2.0. Uh, I, I've got all kinds of video up, great information. And if uh, uh, anybody has any questions, I do advocate for people. If you need somebody to stand up for your rights because you don't know how to, please contact me. And I will do everything I can. Get, and he get is what you deserve. He is very knowledgeable okay. on your your civil liberties and your and your uh first amendment rights um so the tiktok was shock underscore n underscore awe underscore 2.0 that's correct we will i will add those in the episode description that way you know they'll they'll link you to them and and so forth and we'll have that there but thank you very much for coming on brother and i look forward to having you back on again yes sir i appreciate it i look forward to it We'll talk soon. All right. Thank you. You could add, you piece of shit at the end of any famous movie quote, what would it be? Hakuna Matata, <laughs> you piece of shit. You don't know who I am yet. And you don't know why I'm here. I'm not a spooky guy. But I do know a few. <laughs> the second time that that's been, that's been on the show that voice uh, i wonder what that's about uh well well uh dick you're at it again so you know uh, just be nice to us um on may the 2nd 2021 on here to chew bubblegum doing a here to chew bubblegum flashback that episode which was episode 27 Featured an Ingersoll Lockwood special, and we had special guests on that entire episode. Uh, the episode is over two hours. I think it's two hours and 20-some minutes. Uh, here is a clip from that episode, and in this clip, myself and Cronkite first discover and talk about Ingersoll Lockwood Incorporated. Flees from his uh, entanglements with local women. <laughs> And repeats his pattern until arriving back home at Castle Trump. Okay. His hmm. home was called Castle Trump. Okay. Where does Donald Trump live? Trump Towers. Hmm. Pretty wild. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah that is. <clears throat> so in 2017, the books were rediscovered uh, by the internet for, uh, forum users, uh, the media who pointed out similarities between the protagonist and tr President Trump. 
Jamie Fuller wrote on wrote in Politico that Baron Trump's and uh, is precocious, restless, and prone to get in trouble. He often mentions his massive brain and has personalized insults for most people he meets. Fuller also notes that Baron Trump lives in a building named after himself, Castle Trump, while the real-life Donald Trump had lived in Trump Tower for decades. Now, there's too many similarities for this guy to just to be, you know, because you had uh, Pence named, you had, you know, isn't Baron's mom, like, from Russia or somewhere like uh, that? I think she's uh, Yugoslavia, maybe, okay. or Bosnian, maybe. So. Uh, but I mean, close at, enough. At the time, yeah, I mean, the Soviet Union. I don't know how far it stretched, but it might right. have been, you know, right. it's possible. So going into this uh, DNA clone, okay, that producer Ned brought up, um, who do you think it is? Jim Carrey. It is not Jim Carrey. Okay, because he's uh, he was born uh, seventy-one. They would be a little bit older than me. So uh, Richard Bezos. No, actually, no. It's uh, Elon Musk, which is wild. Okay. When you think about what, what this guy has done, uh, all the companies that he's owned and, and put together. And, the, and he owns a car company named he owns a Tesla. Tesla. Exactly. Uh, and um, he is a multi, probably billionaire at this point, uh, with you know, making sure that he can do the things that he wanted to do. Right. If he is a clone of, of Nikola Tesla. That makes sense. He, Nikola Tesla died penniless, broke, whatever. Um, this guy, Elon Musk, is now multi-billionaire, right? Pushing us into the you know the, the wild frontier of outer space, right? And how did he do that? Um, if I'm not mistaken, he was the owner of PayPal, or he created PayPal, yeah, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, wasn't he a CEO of Uber for a while or something? Yes, I think he was. Uh, Tesla Motor Company and now SpaceX. Uh, and SpaceX, by leaps and bounds, are ahead of their their nearest competitor. Right now, I'm I'm going to do a little digging on this because I think this is very fascinating. It certainly is, uh, and that explains why Ned showed me a picture last week of Elon Musk and Nikola Tesla. Yep, and asked me, do they look similar? You know, now I, and I thought that was a little bit strange, but Ned's <laughs> a strange guy, and yes, they do look similar. You know, there's similarities there. There's there are similarities. Uh, so that's the other part of the uh, is that so the other part of the theory is that the government faked his death, faked Nikola Tesla's death, uh, swooped in, kidnapped Tesla, and kept him out of the public eye, uh, but had him uh, had him help us develop war weapons and advanced technology because he already believed it was he already believed in it before we did. Uh, Lastly, believed that Tesla actually passed uh, that Tesla actually passed. They took a piece of his own DNA uh, in order to clone him, which is where it is said that Elon Musk may have gotten his intelligent futuristic thoughts and scientific perception. Elon Musk is that is that clone. The person uh, he is derived from has uh, many similarities, uh, beliefs to his own, um, thus his usage of AC motors rather than DC, perhaps the... Uh, and perhaps, th- that was like something Nikola Tesla mm-hmm. preferred also. Yeah, absolutely. And perhaps the uh, inventions that Musk has created are possibly just the lost documents from Tesla's hotel room. Who, by the way, doesn't need the lost documents because they're already there. Right. Hmm. It'd be interesting to know if Elon Musk, how he gets his ideas. Is is there a white flash? I'm I'm, I'm, I'm going to do some digging on Elon Musk now. It's very it's very interesting. Have you done any research? Because I've not done any research on Elon oh, Musk. No, I've not done anything. Like I said, this is 
it is just dripping with conspiracy and it's all connected and it's all weird and it's intriguing and I love it but I can't it's there's just a lot to it <laughs> yeah yeah definitely. there's a lot of avenues definitely. to go down here uh, Ned thank you for bringing that to our attention this has been this has been some pretty good reading what is your what what is your thoughts on it Yeah, exactly. There's many avenues that just go everywhere. Well, but, I mean, you know, the one thing that's done it for me, like you said, Pence, uh, right. Fifth Avenue, Trump Tower. Towers, yeah. Just, it's it's a very, there's a lot of coincidences there. Well, I think that I'm going to do a little bit of research on this. If you don't have anything set for next week, for segment one or two, mm-hmm. let's pick back up with this discussion. Okay. Let's, you, you take a subject. Or, or an individual and do some research. Okay. Ned, you do the same, and I'll do the same. All right. And we'll have a continuing story to this next week. That's exciting. Uh, you know, if you don't mind, I would like to take uh, Elon Musk and the author that wrote the Baron Trump books. Okay. And I'll see what I can find out about them. That sounds good to me. And, uh, you know, you guys talk amongst yourselves. And, and we'll figure out Or work together. Do. And yeah. uh, I, would, I mean, that's that's very, very, very fascinating. It is. There's, Great job on that, Ned. Great job. You know, there there is, uh, whether it actually has traction or not, there is a lot of substance there. That's well, just, it, there, there's it, definitely it, something up with the, with the Trump books. And if okay. nothing else, just to, just to probe your own imagination the, and make you, you know, you know the And, I mean, you know, you look up uh, John Trump. Mm-hmm. See what okay. you know things he's invented. Yep, I'll, I'll uh, and we compare out. we can compare that to some of the things well, that Nikola Tesla talked about and see if they're. And what I'll do is I'll I'll look up John Trump before 1943 okay. and then after 1943 to see if there's oh, anything. He probably came a, uh, he probably uh, became a huge success after 1943. So. This segment is from episode 10, which premiered January 3rd, 2021. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm uh, Cronkite, as always, and the gentleman sitting next to me is Goose. Goose, how are you? I am good. Thank you very much, very much for that introduction. Oh, you're very welcome. So it's time to get started and pick up where we left off last week. I'm pumped. This is Ned's story. This is Ned's conspiracy. And it's actually turned out to be pretty daggone fascinating okay. now do you want me to start out <clears throat> because you ended last week with some people thinking that elon musk was uh nikola tesla cloned yeah why don't you start okay. out and see what you got and then i've got some stuff here as well okay well i will start out and there are more similarities between elon musk and nikola tesla than there are differences for starters, Elon Musk was born June 28, 1971, in South Africa. Okay, uh, Nikola Tesla was born July 10, 1856. So they are both cancers. They share the same zodiac signs. Uh, Elon Musk's father was a South African electromechanical engineer, while Nikola Tesla was a mechanical engineer. Okay. So, Nikola Tesla stood 6'2". How tall do you think Elon Musk is? 6'2". He is also 6'2". Mm. There's differences in their weights. Uh, they do have a similar appearance. Mm-hmm. Um, Ned showed me a picture of both of them. And there are some similarities there. Uh, they both love to read. They both 
started their love for reading at a very a very uh, young age. Okay, uh, Elon Musk invented SpaceX and is exploring space. One of the many things that Nikola Tesla invented, uh, he invented something that he observed unusual signals from space. And he speculated that this was communication from another planet. He mentioned this in a letter to a reporter in December 1899 and to the Red Cross Society in, in December 1900. Reporters treated this as a sensational story and jumped to the conclusion that Tesla was hearing signals from Mars. He didn't say where he heard them from, but he liked to explore space too. And his way of thinking about space is that was the same as Elon Musk is today. Now, okay, uh, Elon Musk was born in South Africa, okay? And in the country of South Africa, they have top, they, they have five of the top genetic laboratories in the world that specialize, some of them specialize in cloning, some of them specialize in helping people, you know, that have a hard time, that can't create natural, that help uh, producing eggs and stuff like that. Mm. So he is born in a place not far, uh, I can't, I didn't write down the name of the lab, but there's one about 10 miles from where he was born at. So there's a lot of similarities there. Now, I'm going to say a little bit more to the end, which is it's very possible he could be a clone. Mm. Or he could... I don't know if Nikola Tesla is still alive today. Okay. Uh History, science would tell us, no, he prays probably not. But his death is, there's a big question mark there. And I'll talk about that after you uh, explain to us, you know, some of what you found. <clears throat> okay. So Now, what do you think about those similarities? There are a lot of similarities. That's why I say there are a lot of similarities. It's just fascinating. Mm-hmm. But if if all of this is just coincidence yes that's a lot of coincidence oh yes yes you know it's very it's very hard to wrap your head around that two people from different parts of history have this many similarities and even look similar right it's very strange you know now their weight was about 70 pounds different uh but who's heavier uh elon musk but, you know, you have to look at the way times are now. Mm-hmm. They didn't have fast food back when they did when Nikola Tesla was around, you know. Well, and all the preservatives and herbicides yeah, and things yeah. like that. that we and use. Nikola Tesla had a very strict diet, and he ate at exactly 8, 10 p.m. every night until the day that he, his body was discovered in the New York hotel room. Hmm. Very strange. It's very, it gives me goosebumps. Um. So I was uh, kind of coming across a article here mm-hmm. um, that says, you know, it kind of asks how Tesla um, and Donald Trump are all connected. Right. Um, so just kind of like a recap on January 9th of 43, two days after Nikola Tesla had died um, in his New York City hotel, the FBI called MIT professor and esteemed electrical engineer John G. Trump. Right. So we know that Trump and Tesla are already connected, linked, connected in this way. So the the reason that he was 
called in was to basically determine if there are any of the belongings you know uh, that, that Tesla was working on were the government says could fall into the wrong hands. Right. So they were just trying to figure out, uh, you know, if he had invented anything of a weapon of mass destruction or, you know, the, the death ray that he was that he was uh, talking about. Uh, and after three days of investigation, Trump, in fact, uh, determined there was no risk. Uh, it turned out Tesla never actually made his death ray, but still the mystery uh, and exaggerated claims, along with the soaring success and failures associated with Tesla, uh, continue to play uh, be played out on a scale that only could have been imagined. Um, so now these two profile electric vehicle companies, one named after or one named after the inventor's last name Tesla, headed up by Elon Musk, uh, very much an intellectual descendant of the inventor. This is an intellectual descendant. No, right. This is he is him. It, so you you are a hundred percent convinced he's a clone. After reading what I have read, yes, uh-huh. I'm, I, okay. you know, I, I think it could be possible. I'm, I think I'm it's not very totally possible. convinced. I, I think it's very possible. Um, so, let's see. So, let's see, and then another one is uh, is the name Nikola after his first name. So you have two electric car companies that are both named after his Nikola first name. Tesla. His last right. name. Um, so. Both were created are creating huge huge wave and headlines throughout uh, for very different reasons. Eighty years later, uh, yet those who believed in the man and his vision, maybe it, this isn't too surprising. It's also the case that Tesla, brash and successful, and Nikola, speculatively in trouble, both ref- reflect facets of their own namesake. It's perhaps poetic that Tesla's Musk sometimes spars with and sometimes emulates Professor Trump's nephew, the President of the United States. So. What I'm gathering here is that so Tesla may have been offended, right, uh, by the fact that Trumps went in and took what took his took his stuff, mm-hmm. uh, and that's he was working for the government at the time. Right. That's not saying he went in and, and took the stuff, okay, for his own well, gain. Let you me know. point something out here, okay. okay. In uh, 1894. Tesla began investigating on what he referred to as radiant energy of invisible kinds after he noticed damaged film uh, in his laboratory that he'd done in previous experiments. Okay, this was later identified as uh, today's x-rays. Guess who got Trump, or I'm sorry, guess who got credit for inventing the x-ray? It wasn't Nikola Tesla who made it by mistake. It was John Trump. Correct. Hmm. So there's nothing in those trunks. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's strange. You know, obviously um, Musk has been kind of button heads with Donald Trump, right? And Tesla probably feels from beyond the grave or or whatever. Now, you if, know, if he's I've I've never really picked up uh, until you said that just then why he would not like Donald Trump, but that makes sense now. Yeah. Now, uh, uh, just to throw this out there briefly after. Uh, Nikola Tesla's nephew got some of the trunks back. Mm-hmm. Um, he died just a few years later. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yes. He died just a few years later after he got the trunks back and donated them. Mm-hmm. And uh, you want me to just go ahead and share what I was going to wait to the end? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Let's hear it. All right, let I'm me go ahead and share this with you. Okay. Now, on Nikola Tesla's death, you know, um, his body was taken to a cemetery in New York, 
where he had a death mask, death mask done, and he was uh, allegedly cremated. Okay, then that was shipped to off to Budapest, and it's in the Nikola Tesla Museum, uh, or uh, or uh, Bulgaria one. I can't remember. Now let me let me ask you a question. Okay, some deaths in history that we cannot argue that they actually happened. Okay, JFK. Mm-hmm. All right, I mean that one happened. It was witnesses by witnessed by millions of people. Uh, Saddam Hussein, because we had leaked footage of him getting hung and, right. you know, even falling through the gallows. Mm-hmm. Okay, now, uh, Osama bin Laden. I put a big question mark by his. Yeah, there's... Because uh, he was what? Shot and dumped in the ocean. Yes. Okay, another one that I put a question mark by through history is Hitler. Because what happened to Hitler? Well, supposedly, he and he killed himself, and his body was found. And he was burned by the Russians. Right, but I have never believed that. Okay, I've never believed that either. Now, to me, and this is just my own. This is this is what I think. This is my own opinion. If you, if they're going to hide something, they're going to cremate. They're going to burn. They're going to dump you in the ocean. Mm-hmm. All right, that's them trying to cover their asses. I mean, just plain and simple. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, like uh, Saddam Hussein, JFK, you cannot dispute that those deaths happened. Right. Uh, the others on the list, and I put Nikola Tesla on that list, You kind of, I can dispute that that happened because there was no photographs taken. Right. Uh, they did make a death mask, and then they immediately cremated the body. His body, yeah. And shipped it off. And there's a headstone in New York State that has his name on it, but there's nothing in the ground. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, you make you do make a good point. And, yeah, to touch on what you were saying, yeah, it, there is no physical evidence no. of a death, of, a death occurring. Now, that's not saying that it didn't, but that's also saying that there is no evidence. Right. There is no evidence that it happened, just like with Osama, even though our government says that it did. It did, in fact, happen. There were positive IDs, all of this. There were no... The the American public, the world public, no. did not see proof that, no. that that individual was killed. No. Um, so, yeah, now, I, I kind of see what if, you're saying. If you have looked for somebody for as long as him, for mm-hmm. instance, wouldn't you show the American people proof? This is the guy that orchestrated 9-11, and here's your proof that he's dead. I would think so, yeah. And, and you know, someone who massacred 3,000 people or, well, I guess it's more than that yeah. if you, th- if you yeah. count the war, the, yeah. you know. Um, and at that point, it's worldwide. It's not because the United States was not the only people in, right. in the war. You know, but you're not going to just, oh, it's him. We shot him. We threw his body in the ocean. Yeah, exactly. You know, it, I just don't buy that. It's some, someone responsible for that many deaths, you figure, would have a very public trial mm-hmm. and a very public possible excuse yeah definitely not not saying that we should have public excuses i'm saying for something like that now you know i don't know if nikola tesla died when they say he died right uh i do find it strange the way that they handled his death i find it strange just a few years after getting the trunks back and there was other trunks missing and his nephew made a stink about that made a big scene about that Mm -hmm. i find the big question mark there that he died do you know how old he was when he died? Uh, he was 
uh, I'm thinking he might have been in his late 50s, early 60s. So it probably wasn't, it probably no, wasn't just no, old age. because Tesla was 86 when he passed, or right. supposedly passed away. I well, actually think he lived a little bit longer. Uh, and, and he wouldn't have even, quote-unquote, died then had he not been hit by a car. Right. You know, which is... If that happened. Right. Uh, you know, he was in... He was had an arrangement made out to sell his death ray to the Russians. He offered it to the United States government first. They turned it down. Supposedly, they turned it down. Uh, so he was making waves. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was definitely making waves. Now, you can go in and take his stuff and look at it in three days and say, no, there's nothing here. But then, years later, you come back and you invent something that he'd already invented by accident in 1894. Mm-hmm. You know, I think John Trump got credit for quite a few of his inventions. I think he did, too. And I think I think you're right. With Musk and Trump button heads, it would make a lot of sense if Musk was a clone um, who maybe remembered some of his past right. life. Now, something else I find familiar about this story. The name of the author was, what was his name? Uh, Ingersoll Lockwood. Ingersoll Lockwood. You cannot find a lot about him. Mm-mm. Okay? There is a similar picture of Donald Trump and the only picture on the uh, Inger Hard, what was it? Ingersoll Lockwood. Yes. His picture on Wikipedia, there's a similarity between him and Donald Trump. Okay. Now, we know that the author was married and that he got divorced and it said that he lived by suffocus and uh, uh, seclusion once he was retired later on in his life. Um, there's not a lot that you can find out about him, period. It's supposed to be a lawyer in New York City at yes. the time. You would figure there's a lot. Now, all right, it's funny that you bring that up. The same time period that he was in New York City, Nikola Tesla was also in in that in New York City mm-hmm. and during that time period. Now, Nikola Tesla went to a lot of parties and fancy balls and banquets. You can't, I mean, I'm sure that the, that the two back in that time crossed paths. Absolutely. Okay. Now... Uh, the uh, Leif Pence character from the Baron Trump book mm-hmm. that is a one hundred percent legit. That was somebody, you know, back in the eight in the in the eighteen fifties, sixties, or eighties that was a congressman. I mean, how uh, how wild is that? That's that's very wild. It's now, crazy. you know, I'm under the impression. All right, because you, I mean, and it don't say how the author died. I think he could have been a time traveler as well. It's very possible. Uh, and I, you know, there's just this is a really, an fascinating, interesting story for you to sit down and, and do a lot of research on. And you know, I'm still doing quite a bit of research right. on it. And if you want to, we can revisit this. Oh at yeah, some definitely. Point. I would, I would definitely like to. You know, if more stuff comes to light, I would like to revisit this. Because I, I still have two packets of information here that we can go over at some point. Right. But there was one thing that I wanted to share, share with you. Okay. Um, and this was. Um, let me find it here. But essentially, it was uh, a Baron Trump reference to uh, our current um, climate. Well, our, pre- our yeah. current president. Right. Uh, supposedly, in um, an interview uh, back in the 80s, um, or not, not an interview, but supposedly Donald Trump had um, called into uh, Forbes or something uh-huh. like that under the pseudonym. Do you know what his pseudo name was? What? Uh, John Barron. Really? Yes. And that was before Barron Trump was born. 
Yes. Wow. So the name Baron is repeatedly used by this family and always seems to be connected. The Trumps and the, and the Teslas and the Musks of the world are always, are always connected. Always seem to be connected. Yes. Now, you know, the author, you know, I just find it odd that you've got somebody that's a successful uh, attorney. Mm-hmm. Uh, he starts writing books. He, he becomes a success at that. And there's not anything else really written about him. Exactly. You know. he, he's, a, he's a lawyer in New York. one of the largest cities in the world. Yeah. And a very growing and bustling town during that time. There's nothing about it. Now, granted, if there are, say, 10,000 lawyers in New York City, not all of them are going to be great. Maybe he wasn't a good lawyer. But... He was a good author. He was a good author. Because his right? book sold. So you would think there would be something. Right? And then all of a sudden, after what the third book, they just stop. And I don't, I don't, I uh, think he, I live read some more. He might have died somewhere in the nineteen thirties, late twenties, early thirties. Do you remember reading I, that? I couldn't even find out when he died. So, really? Yeah. So I'm gonna have to go back and check. Here's the thing, like, um, so when I was researching, they were calling his books uh, prophecies almost like a Nostradamus type. Right. And they they say that his 1900 book or the last, last president, president uh, was depicting the downfall of America and Donald Trump would be the last president of the U.S., which, if that's the case, this doomsday scenario, that would make sense as to why there's so many similarities right. if he were, you know, predicting right. the future. Right. Well, Ned, what do you think about all that we found out and researched? It's interesting. What's your favorite part, Ned? Mm-hmm. Ned, let's think about that. Probably the clone. You know. it, is, it is pretty wild, isn't it? That's my favorite rabbit hole. I think that's very possible. You know? yeah. I mean, because when I read where he was born at, you know, when you read South, South Africa, you're not going to picture that as a place that has... Right. Any genetic laboratories. I mean, that's just me. But then, you know, because I, I was getting these facts, and I thought, hmm, genetic laboratories. Let's see if there's any, if there's one. And then it came back with five. There was, you know, well, five and, of the top five in the world are in South Africa. And that's what I was saying. That's, what I, that's where I kind of, that's where it's kind of starting to sell me a little bit, is the place that he's born is literally down the street from... Right. Where it's possible a right. clone could be born, you know. Now, some of the things too that one of them specialized in, you know, was uh, gene uh, manipulation, where you could, let's say, if parents wanted to create a specific child mm-hmm. and they got enough money, they could have him be a certain height. They could, you know, have him be. Great at sports. They, you know, there's a lot of scientific stuff. Don't ask me to explain it because I don't know how it works. Right. But one of those could do all that. Now, people, you know, uh, Nikola Tesla, you know, didn't party and like to get out and was never married, you know, like Elon Musk has been. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that it's not him because they could have took or added that gene out. You know, Nikola Tesla, you know, had some mental problems early in life that he conquered and overcame by himself, they could have took that out, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, OCD really bad. Yes, he yes, had really bad, bad OCD. Yeah. 
You know, and as me, as me and you and Ned talked off the show, when Nikola Tesla would have an idea, he would explain it like it was just this white, white flash, and then you know he would have an idea for something. What if? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bear with me. Okay. What if Tesla is the clone of Musk? Because Musk explored space and then time traveled back. That's that's very possible. Mind blown. Ned, what do you think? This is a year worth of content. Absolutely. We need to. Yeah. This uh, is- we, we will definitely revisit this story. Uh, and, you know, I want to find out what else happened to that author. You know, and the point you just brought up, that's that's brilliant. I can't believe you thought of that all by yourself. I, it really hurt. You know. Look, there's tears in my eyes. It hurt bad. <laughs> now, that was from episode 27, which was two years ago uh, this weekend. You can hear the entire episode on your favorite platform. Just check it out. Just look for Here to Chew Bubblegum, episode 27. And, uh, again, we have some special guests on that episode. We have Ned. We have Elliot. We have Pretty Boy. Be sure to check it out. Well, we are going to wrap things up this week. I want to say special thanks to Cody with Shock and Awe for coming on the first ever Mayday Mayhem. Be sure to check uh, Cody out on YouTube at Cody Stanley 2077 or TikTok at Shock underscore N underscore Ah underscore 2.0. Check him out at both. Have some uh, special music taking us out this week for the May Mayhem. You guys have a great day. To a here to chew bubblegum production. Tune in next time. And don't forget things that go bump in the night. Ha 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 ha.